Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's let's get get hammered. hammered. People, this, this is, is fucking point, point hammered. hammered episode 138. <laughs> this is the bastard right here <laughs> at the fucking 16th of December 2015. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be our Christmas episode, I think, buddy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. round it up. Holy fucking there won't shit. Be another one, another year. We're not gonna waste our time with a year end summary. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fuck you been up to? Bullshit. Yeah, mm. <laughs> been doing anything? Yeah, I've been. Working on some models, kind of reprioritizing my pack of stuff temporarily. Yeah. To make sure that I get everything done model wise that I want to have ready for the event and then resume working on all the terrain and crap I got to do. So, to that end, I've completely assembled my Saga War Band. They're all based and I just got to fucking prime them. The Westwind Metals models showed up. Mmm. Fucking good quality. Really cool. The scale, the uh, Elfin Crow Killer, who's like my warlord, he's... Crow! Yeah, he's not 25 mil no. for sure. He's definitely like a heroic 28. He's 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 a little, even just a little bit bigger. Yeah. Probably, which is which is fine. Yeah, he's the warlord. Sure. Uh, but then he's holding his sword straight up in the air, so he looks really big Okay, that way. And then my Samuel Tarley model <laughs> is pretty spot on um, for scale, little chubby guy. So I gave him a big pole with a cross on it yeah. to lead to lead the feared <laughs> to battle. And, yeah, so the Saga stuff is pretty much ready to go. Okay. And then the other thing I wanted to finish was Infinity to get 300 points. Yeah. All painted? Uh, base coated, assembled and base coated. Yeah. So just a one. That's my goal for the saga stuff too. Is just get one, mm. one base coat. No, no highlights or something. Just get it so it's not bare primer or bare metal. So I picked up actually a tag for Pano the Cutter. Okay. There's one that it it can actually like cloak like the Predator. It's kind of cool because <laughs> it's a massive robot. That's <laughs> pretty cool. And I can participate in the tag death match. And then that was an easy way to get to 300 points and a bunch more models. So I got that thing all assembled. I had to do some painting. There's like these weird wing things on the back that are, they just glue to like little tiny rotors. And I'm just like, ugh, Jesus. But yeah, I pinned it, green stuffed it. Seems seems pretty sturdy. Okay. 
the base on it is really huge. <laughs> like it used to be on like a 40, it looks like. Yeah. And then they decided it was like a 55 uh. mil base one. So just a massive base. I don't know what I'm going to put in there to match the other pano techie stuff. Might have to figure it out. Okay. But I'm not going to worry about that. Um, just need to get him base coated. And then actually probably just a couple other of the models from the Ice Storm starter set. And I'll be pretty much set. Um, like half, you know, I got three Fusiliers done and then the Father Knight which I wasn't planning to use, but he's the only one that's actually finished, so I'm going <laughs> to use him. Um, so, yeah, pumped about that. So I'm just going to try to get it all base-coated, um, hopefully this weekend, and then I can, once I know I have that stuff done, then I can go back to working on my pack of rules and the terrain and stuff like that. So, Okay. What are you been up to? Did you finish? Oh. All, the, all the circle basin, the circle jerking. I finished the fucking great bull over rebasing of 2015. <laughs> 15 steps of misery. <laughs> Took fucking probably 55 hours of work and then got done and realized I was trying to make a list for fucking. <laughs> There's less than 55 of them, I would say. Uh, no, not with the Noblars. There's uh, probably okay. 60, 70 models. But <laughs> you got it down to less than an hour. Uh, well, think about everything that goes into it. So. Then the got it all done. I was making some lists, and the points kept dropping on the ogre pools. So I was like, uh, "Shit, I got got to come up with some more stuff here." Mm-hmm. I got pretty much everything I own in there, and then I had to. I realized I could do gorgers out of the old dragon ogres that I had. So those old custom converted guys that I did a long time ago, and they still look really cool and mm-hmm. hip for the times. So I decided I was going to rebase them as well. So now I got four more to do, and I'm about a third of the way done rebasing those so that's why i've been working on in that regard it's i don't know it's kind of boring but especially once you've done it as much as i have in the last fucking two weeks kind of ran out of steam on that but other than that just been planning what i want to do next how's that thunder tusk stonehorn coming along yeah he hasn't been touched in a while i wanted to make sure i had the entire army because i got two lists i made a list I'd like to do an, an alternate list, one of which includes the Thunder Tusk. So, mm-hmm. is there a deadline you gotta decide by? Yeah, end of January is when lists are due, and the tournaments later in February. So, I'll, we'll see where I'm at a few days yeah. before lists are due. And it's about two months, just over two months. Away. Yeah, and, uh, I think the last big monster project I did was like a six to eight month project. So it's not yeah. looking what good. What was that? The Jabber? Or no, the, no, the, the it was the. The, yeah, Iron Blaster, Gorgon, motherfucker, yeah. So I'm not liking the timeline. Same surface area, yeah. This yeah. could be a little time. Well, add more fur. That's what I was just gonna say. Because <laughs> I got to go back and do a bunch of sculpting on the beast itself. The more fur I add, <laughs> the faster he paints up. Mm-hmm. So if you cover that thing completely in fur, it look like a Star Wars Bantha creature. <laughs> it's like a two day paint project. Then <laughs> this guy's so naughty. We got the naughty you dog. I want to play with you. Get this little dirty beast. It's a naughty animal. <laughs> Goddamn dog! Clicking through here, McClicking. Clipping and a clapping. Clicking, McClicking. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to. Just prepping for Holy Wars. Want to make sure. I don't know how effective it's going to be. I mean, I made a pretty cool list. I'm pretty happy with where that turned out. Is it basically just everything you have? It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out I built it's a lot of cool, stuff though. that ended up being <laughs> effective. I wish I had some. Yeah. What are the cannon bros named? Lead Belchers. Mm. Those guys are supposedly 
top notch because I was having some chats with Butcher over this on the Facebook, and he said that lead belchers are just fucking awesome the now. The day of the lead belcher has finally come. Finally arrived. Yeah, they've been <laughs> shit for <laughs> shit to begin with. <clears throat> yeah, and then. They got better, but it turned out they were still shit. Yeah, they they were compared to everything else. They were a sticky turd, and then they got slightly polished. (laughs) They were a polished turd, Mm -hmm. but he says they're really good now. So uh, there's a couple bull ogre projects I really want to do, and a couple more man eaters. I already had the man eaters converted, in fact, and primed. They just got to be painted, so then I could field six instead of four, and. I also want to do a really cool character conversion, Golgfag Maneater, or just a Maneater on foot, which I think would be a lot of fun. I even got the bits all set aside. What would that be? It would be a, one of the old plastic Minotaurs, pretty much like I did for the just big, big fat shaman. Big guy. Like just a completely, almost completely sculpted over custom model and... I had a ton of fun doing that Slaughtermaster. So, Going even fatter. Yeah, just fucking massive. <laughs> well, I was rolls debating it. But, rolls Because I want this guy to be wearing some type of clothing because you typically would see, I mean, it's the man-eaters that were wearing clothing, but I don't know. Yeah, I want to put they, some cool clothes on them. They get the stuff from the different lands. Yeah. Raid your bits box. So I think I'd do like a just a big fancy vest of some type and maybe a hat on him. <laughs> but he would <laughs> he have like... Imperial Minotaur. Yeah. Like he's he would, worked. He'd have like this huge like crossbow bolt coming off his back. He'd have a couple of those crossbows in his hands to shoot. He'd have maybe some kind of beast that would just go with him, which mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be used in game, but would be cool. Because before I was doing saber tusks as ungors riding tuskors, mm-hmm. but I think I would just do a, a really big tuskor model, mm-hmm. and it would have to be mostly custom converted. I think I would base it off of one of those big wolves from 40K, just pig mm-hmm. his face up and give him some cool hooves and fatten him up a bit. Just like a cool version of a razor Yeah, so but it would just be massive and another fucking many many hour undertaking mm-hmm. so i got all kinds of ideas for where i want to go with that and then i'm also torn because i really just want to get the bretonians done and fucking kick ass on those so that's where i'm at <laughs> hobby wobble <laughs> and but also anything new that i do in the bull ogres the bases aren't going to match because the bases that i use um the wayne tc wayne's drop-in bases end up being bigger so i think the Man eaters are on fifty mil round, but anybody else like the I'm uh, not man eaters, sorry, the the character Goldfag might be on a fifty mil round, but the man eaters themselves would be on forty mil rounds. Mm. So I don't know. I was even considering rebasing the Beastmen, but <laughs> that seems like a rather fucking extravagant undertaking at this point. So Yeah. I'm stoked for the hobby stuff still though. I think about it every day and make plans and shit, so and then- you come home and you follow through on those plans, John? Some days. <laughs> Pretty busy. Gotten part of my house and trying to sell the other house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you see I still haven't cleaned up my yard. <laughs> it's a couple weeks from Christmas. Yeah. I was hoping it would snow and I wouldn't have snow, to. So you can just be like, ah, fuck it. And then in spring, I'm going to be hella pissed off at myself <laughs> when I got to deal with this fucking garbage. But yeah, that's all right. So we'll see where it goes. For now, I'm going to get the fucking last four dudes done for the Bulldog Army. And then... Then I'll make a, a commitment to either bust an ass on the Tusco or just going ahead with the Orctonians, likely. So mm-hmm. I like to have a few projects going, so maybe I'll start the Golgfag conversion, but we'll see. <laughs> have you, your Infinity Majas dried up? Just Completely dried up. <laughs> I, I think what did me in there was I don't like working with the metal models. 
Mm-hmm. I fucking painted that one that I painted, the diva bot. She fell apart so many fucking times, yeah. and you spend like all these hours painting it, and then you got to go back and fix it three or four times. And then the second one I built was the fucking robot, and like man-sized robot, not one of the big fuckers, but... And it was just kind of intimidating having to paint something super crisp and super clean that was smaller and fiddly. There's no good way to hold that model to get at all the angles you need to get at. So when I painted that chick, I had her glued to a piece of cork, and that was a bad idea because she's tumbling over and mm-hmm. just bad shit went down. So I, don't, I think what I need to do is watch a few games of Infinity, and if I'm going to get into it, that'll get me stoked. Because realistically, I think I have like 11 models for that, and I could paint them up relatively quick so except i feel yeah. the, the urge to it's go to town on it all you need depending what you have so. yeah i just went with just nothing fancy you know a couple starter boxes and shit but that's another thing though it's not going to be super competitive probably so i'm going to have to figure out where to go from there and it's just gonna yeah you, I, don't know, I think you have to get some other ones but there's some real bent stuff in there apparently that drives people batty yeah <laughs> that with that faction yeah the, the steel stuff. steel phalanx i think yeah, you hear complaints the only about that on the other podcast. Yeah, but I think that. the um, LF stuff I have, I don't think any of it's super competitive. I don't think that is the, so, the phalanx, yeah. The, yeah, I didn't take steel phalanx at all. So, But I might have bought some models for later upgrades because I still have like two boxes, I think. But I don't know. I would like to see some games of that before I commit anymore. And I think PACA is going to be the time I sit down and watch some actually – I'll bring all my shit out there, and maybe I can fuck around with some games. But it's only one model is going to be painted. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do have a list for it, so good deal. Yeah. Okay, moving event on. Event of the week. Event of the week. Fucking Wapaka. Uh, what? Mixing it up. Acon. Oh. Registration open. Yeah, I saw it in late November. I was just listening to Alex on the Canhammer podcast today. Ooh, excellent. Yeah, I signed up. Did you sign up? Not yet. It's a fucking small fortune. Are we going to do teams again? Um, no, I didn't sign up for any of that. <laughs> Are we not going to do teams? I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Did we play teams last year? I think we did. Yeah, we did. The year before that, we were in England and huh. we skipped. Yeah, that was... That the thought never even occurred to me. <laughs> well, what's your I commitment level? Look. I didn't even look, really. Yeah. Actually, it's, a, I, it's on Friday, I know, because they were talking about it mm, on Canhammer. Okay, maybe we can look into it. All right. I, I didn't even seriously even look into it. Is it... Age of Sigmar or 8th edition? Age of Sigmar. Uh, uh, maybe. No, I haven't ruled out. That actually works. On Saturday and Sunday, I'm doing the Saga Grand Melee. Yeah. So that's my target date for completion of the Warband. That's a two-day tourney then? That's a two-day, oh, Saturday, Sunday. That's hardcore. Friday night, I signed up for a painting seminar for some H.R. Geiger type shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Huh. Normally, I don't. We've gone to plenty of seminars and never actually enacted any of the knowledge <laughs> within that. So I'm not real big on signing up for them, but I think that one kind of looked interesting. Yeah. You could potentially um, do some really cool stuff. Sure. Uh, like Infinity Models or any kind of sci-fi stuff where you didn't have to paint a whole army's worth, but you can have fun with just a few. Okay. Yeah. Doing that's the way to like do that. it. <laughs> that's at 7.30 on Friday. Friday so, night? What's that? Friday night? Yeah. So... I'll look at that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look at the schedule. All right. Well, hit me up Yeah. sooner rather than later because I'm going to have to commit. I suspect even. if I go, it'll be Thursday night, probably come back midday Saturday. Okay. Yeah, we're all over. I think Bear, Bear and J-Jack are going for like one day or something. Yeah. I might like that. talk my – if I can talk my old lady into coming down, then maybe I'll do – 
do it. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday yeah, night, yeah. and then just she can hang out with us, and or she and I can just go do shit in the city on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So there's some options there. Yeah, it can. I mean, the, have you have you looked at the signups though? No, it's really expanded. I didn't know that it went up until I was listening to Canhammer yeah, today. <laughs> I'm on some mailing list. So it's cool. It's really it's really getting big. It looks like they're trying to turn it into like Gen Con or something. Yeah, like. There's all kinds of board games and other kind of things like that going on. Sure. Even like their event list is like a big like Excel spreadsheet thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because before there's just like a few tournaments going on at any one time, but there's literally like dozens of events going on at any one time. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, but I don't remember what the hell I paid for it, but it was a fucking armful. Yeah. <laughs> it must be. What's the entrance fee well, this year? It's, it's probably too late to get a decent swag bag. It was over a hundred bucks to <laughs> oh, sign Jesus. up for this shit. Yeah. Um, I might not, have to sell not a house. just to get in, but for the Grand Melee, the Geiger. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was like 125 bucks or something. I might have maybe to sell a house before I can commit to this. Yeah. <laughs> Take out another mortgage on this one, maybe. It's like they're matching the ticket prices to GW model inflation. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Which, Clearly, the nerds got money these days. John, are you interested in this new Archon stuff, buddy? The The big man himself? The book? Well, Book, the model. I will say. What do you think is a better deal? Two twenty-five for the model book combo, or, or four sixty-five <laughs> for the Archon and the nine and the nine other models you get. If I had to, if I had to buy one, I guess I'd take the you Archon. Held a gun model. to your head. <laughs> yeah, if you held a dick to my mouth <laughs> or my ass, <laughs> I guess I would buy the. Yeah, it might just be worth it to suck the dick. <laughs> no, I think I would go with the Archon model, but. I mean, it's cool and shit, but it's a it's just too pricey uh, for not something I would never play in game. And yeah, the book is seventy bucks, big. so I'm, I'm riding pretty high right now on fluff from AOS and mm-hmm. all that because I I just did the Garage Hammer appearance That's on right. Saturday, and then that came out like Monday. So of course I had to listen to myself and Dave talking for three and a half hours, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it, and I enjoyed the cool. research and all that. But so I kind of went on their webpage and poked around to see if I could pick up the books and what the sequential order of all the books that they put out so far was and just looking at the prices i'm like i'm not paying 70 bucks for the archon book it's just for what like i'm it's it's 120 pages it's cool it's well done but you know i'm not 70 bucks into it (laughs) yeah i wanted to commit to the archon podcast with garage hammer after having enjoyed going through all the galmaraz stuff but Again, seventy bones for a book is a little steep. Seven. Plus, you got to get the twenty-five dollar book from Black Library as well. <laughs> so there's a pre, and then you got in. two or three weeks of reading and taking notes every day on it too. So, and we did a three and a half hour podcast, and I probably spent between the two books a month and a half reading and taking notes every night. So you put more effort into that one episode of Garage Hammer <laughs> than the effort we've put into the last, the last two years. Two years. <laughs> 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 well, that's all right. <laughs> People know what they're getting here. Yeah. So either way, I'm still stoked on the fluff, and I did. Davey did hook me up with some digital versions of this, mm. so. I'm going to see what I got in there. Go, yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. I prefer to have a book in my hand when I'm reading, especially in bed. But Book in one hand, dick in the yeah, other. Cack in the other. So that's where I'm at with that. Okay, speaking of books, you been doing an audio book? Or yeah. So, how, did, how did your book club book go uh, with it? Well, Walton really puttered out. Yeah. We picked too heavy of a book for the first one. <laughs> yeah. So 
I was reading this book called Gung Ho at work, part of my management training. And in there, they talk talked about a book, a f- non-fiction book called I Heard the Owl Call My Name. So Brett got that from the library, and we decided that was going to be our first book for the book club. So mm-hmm. she read it, and I'm about two-thirds of the way done with it. Oh, and cool. It's really cool. It's about an American Indian tribe in British Columbia. Does that mean Canadian Indian Canada, tribe? Yeah. <laughs> so... And they just live in this really cool, isolated community. And this vicar church fellow goes up there to live with them. And it's pretty cool. So far, I'm really enjoying it. So I'll give give a little better okay. review when I'm all done. But yeah, I did finish The Wall of Ascension by Sanderson. Is that two that, or that three? That was book two in the Mistborn series. Super good. I, was, I kept waiting for it to putter out per the Rogerian comments, but... I think it ended pretty strong. Left you hanging really, real high and dry at the end there. So I was pretty eager to it's jump into typical for the book twos. Uh, the trilogy. I, <laughs> I was pretty eager to jump into book three, the Hero of Ages, and I've done that. I'm about six hours into that one, so and it's still going really strong. It's good. I think the story's great. I like the world a lot. Everything's really going to shit now that old Vin released Ruin upon the world. <laughs> but of course, fucking. Like the emperor gets himself some fucking becomes an alamancer skills, you know. Oh, yeah. At the end of book yeah, two, there when he gets almost the, dies, gets the gets the juice or the metal or whatever. Yeah, it's a little glob, metal ball globule turns him into a fucking alamancer as well. So in book three, him and Vin are kicking ass, mm-hmm. taking over all the fucking coloss. <laughs> That's right, the col- good fucking coloss army is what I need. Where do they come from? Nobody knows. They, they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't said yet. Let's show up. Vin's trying to figure that shit out, though, because mm-hmm. she's talking to one of the Coloss. He's not coming up with any. He just doesn't get it. He's not bright enough to understand her questions. Uh-huh. So, But, yeah, I think the world's really cool. The, the, the magic is super cool. Everything about that is good so far. Mm-hmm. Not a lot I don't like. The story's pretty strong. So, the hero of ages. Another Sanderson classic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I finished the Hyperion Cantos. That's by Dan Simmons. I talked about that one last time. I don't remember. Somehow I got through all four books Yeah. in about five weeks. And they're really long books, too. Yeah. I was switching between audio and the written stuff um, using that through Amazon. You can do like a story sync thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. I've heard, I think Dan Carlin talks about that. Yeah, you can really slog through through books that way if you're doing hobby stuff. Yeah. And then like, you know, on your lunch break at work or whatever. Sure. Um, it's cool. It's actually interesting. I, I really, really enjoyed all four of them. It's kind of split into two, two books of two. And like the first book in each one is almost a prequel. There's like no resolution of anything. It just kind of sets <laughs> up everything. And then yeah. the second book is like the main book. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like there's... A 270 year gap between the stories mm-hmm. between one and two and three and four but there's a lot of stuff with like time and different like kind of weird dimensional type things i usually so, like that kind of shit sounds like it's up yeah, my alley yeah i think i think you definitely enjoy this one um or some people talk shit about the third and fourth one the endymion so the first two are hyperion and the second two are endymion and i i enjoyed the second ones as well the second ones are more Seem more closer to there's like a love story and like a main character and stuff. Where the first book is a kind of like an ensemble, yeah, almost like a Game of Thrones type shit where they're jumping around all over. Okay, so I definitely recommend those books. Okay, cool. 
for anyone interested in sci-fi and bullshit. How's your book club going? Book club's going good. We're in between books right now. We finished The Light Between the Oceans. That was about a couple who live in an Australian lighthouse and they find a baby <laughs> and they kidnap it and then it belongs to another person. Is this a Kelly book pick? This, this is, yeah. <laughs> this is, how, how'd you guess? <laughs> um, yeah, so we finished that one up. It was, it was pretty boring. Yeah. To, I think I gave it a, a 2.25 out of five stars. That's pretty low. Do you guys? Have, I think I gave it a two out of five. Is your book club pretty regimented, where you have a list of talking points and you have to rate everything and all that, or what? Um. Well, we'll look online and see if someone has come up with book club questions for the book, and then if they haven't, then we just use generic ones. Yeah, it's, it's not any hard or fast. We might have to up our games. We're really slacking on the book club to talk about. <laughs> you do I, one a month. Is that the uh, probably one every four to six weeks. Okay. Depending on that. So we're waiting for, usually we do them on ebook, but the book, um, I've got lined up, it's called the carpet makers and it's supposed to be kind of like a creepy, like a sci-fi, almost like a horror or something like that. It's supposed to be just a really good book with like a really light sci-fi elements, you know, okay. it's about, about the story, uh, even though there are different planets and spaceships and stuff like that. So that one, I just ordered two two books off eBay <laughs> from this bookseller. <laughs> say they're going to show up, uh, and then we'll have those. Give it a shot. It's got really good reviews. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. Cool. Been obsessing about anything? Yeah. We've Do been we have another uh, Johnny movie review <laughs> lined up here? No, that was my Army theme replacement, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we've been obsessing over a lot of HGTV-type shows, so I've been watching a lot of fucking Flip or Flop with Tarek and Christina. So we fucking rather dislike them, and we pretty much spend the whole show ripping on them. She's the one that looks kind of like Tori Spelling, and no matter what kind of house they they do, they always do the exact same fucking thing. So mm -hmm. it's we always really hope they get screwed over in the end, but they always end up getting a bidding war and making <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars more than they anticipated. So it's frustrating. There's been a few that they got Probably stuck with. Probably don't show but, those episodes where that happens. There's been a few that they got stuck with, but. Overall, I mean, they clearly know what they're doing because they're doing this for a living, and mm -hmm. we just rip on their style because it's so boring. Like it's always the same fucking thing. But I guess that's what sells, right? That's what people are into. And then yesterday we found this other one that was super awesome. It was called First Time Flip. It's free to watch on the interwebs. I think it's the HGTV website, mm -hmm. and it's pretty much a couple idiots who know nothing about anything just try and flip a house. <laughs> So the first one... Is it the same idiots each time or do you get new... No, it's different people. And the first one was this couple. Oh my God, what a bunch That's of That's got to be really interesting yeah, to they, see. They, had a, they bought this huge house. They had a 30-day schedule and only 20 grand to do it. What a fucking shit show. Like, they're hanging cabinets in the kitchen and instead of just putting up a board, a level board to rest them on while you're screwing them up... They got a ladder propped up with a milk crate on it, and he's using quarters and dimes underneath it to try and get it level in there so he can <laughs> screw it in. And then, like, they get the eventually they get the fucking dude in that's gonna put the counters in, mm -hmm. and the counters don't line up because the base cabinets are so unlevel, <laughs> they're so oh out of whack. God. He's like, yeah, in thirty years I've never seen I've never seen cabinets that weren't level like this. I don't know. And, and then she's apologizing, like, oh, yeah, we'll get it better in our next flip, I promise. And so, 
And if they were just failing miserably, but it turns out her dad was a contractor, so he came in and saved the day, or they would have fixed everything. They would have been fucked, man. So, but it's pretty interesting because it's one of the few shows that actually depicts how awful it is to do home improvement. <laughs> because most of the time, it's like, all right, we're just going to knock out these walls and then put People a wall here, that for a living move this every over day. here. Well, no, they talk about it, and then they show them like swinging hammers. And then what they don't show is, A, how much effort it is to actually do all that, and B, how big of a fucking mess it makes. So what they do is they just bring in a big crew of fucking day laborers, smash it all out, drag it all out in a day or two, and then, okay, show moves on like it was all real fucking easy peasy. But you try doing that that shit yourself, and it's a dirty mess, and it takes forever, so... I like this one because it's one of them that actually shows how much it sucks to do. The not so glamorous side of the flip. Yeah, there you go. What about you, buddy? What have you been obsessing over? Uh, not too much. The Expanse premiered yesterday mm. or maybe the day before. So um, I don't know why shows started doing that. So they put the first episode up like a month ago. Yeah. And then if you like it, you got to wait like a month before the other ones come out. And you're <laughs> like, well, what the fuck? Do I have to watch the first one again? Do I remember everything? <laughs> Thankfully, um, Kelly has agreed to watch it with me. So we kind of rewatched the first one, and we're all set up for mm. that second one to come out. So this is going to be like our weekly show. Okay. You know, it's always nice to have one. Walking Dead's wrapped up. Yeah. So we need a weekly program to get, get jazzed about. Okay. So, yeah, there's a cameo by Mike from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh. <laughs> he gets like a space madness or something like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I haven't caught any other episodes. I'm just I'm just hoping it'll be good. Looks like they put a lot of fucking effort into it. Okay, cool. But anyways, you got a music pick, dog? Yeah, since this is our fucking holiday episode, I'm going to do a few holiday themed oh, songs. Ooh. So... This first one is Dropkick Murphys from the Signed and Sealed in Blood CD. This one's called The Seasons Upon Us. <laughs> the season's upon us, it's that time of year. Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer. There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung. There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung. There's bells and there's holly, the kids are gung-ho. True love finds a kiss beneath fresh mistletoe. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. Snowballs. I'd like to take them out back and deck more than the halls. With family like this, I would have to confess I'd be better off lonely, distraught, and depressed. The season's upon us, it's that time of year. Brandy 
fucking murphs man you got any big fucking christmas surprises going on <laughs> christmas surprise mm-hmm. uh, you got something planned for kelly or you think she might listen to this <laughs> well she might listen to it <laughs> christmas surprises no not really we are having christmas at the Raj lodge this year with her family no shit yeah our brother is getting her his jaw wired shut for well, some yeah. kind of surgery so he's Kelly's mom feels bad about making a delicious feast <laughs> for him, so they're going to come over. And I think we're going to make, like, um, tacos or something. We just had a big taco feast. Yeah. That turned out pretty dope. Oh, yeah, Patrick mentioned that it was going on the night before. He's mm-hmm. like, you going to Roger's party? I'm like, Roger's having a party? <laughs> you know, you got to check your Facebook invites. Uh, yeah, it turns out. I took Facebook off my phone months ago, so yeah. now I'm out of the loop. There's pros and cons. Yeah, well, at least I don't get 18 fucking notifications a day that some idiot posted somewhere that I don't give a shit about. That's why mm-hmm. I stopped it. Maybe I should log in once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet I just turned that all off. Yeah. The only annoying thing is it always tries to get you to turn it back on. Yeah. See, I'm I'm done with it. Like, I don't go on there. Yeah, there's I don't no have point to that. any interest in what anybody's doing. It just seems tired. Mm-hmm. Trite. But we had some... There was a, a bit of meat left and some corn tortillas. Mm. So I fucking fri- <laughs> fried them up afterwards. It was just me and Kelly. Yeah. Uh, this is yesterday, so a couple of days later. We can deep fry them. Oh. Like homemade, crunchy corn tortilla shells. Oh. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, but you're on deep fryer, huh? No, you just put a pot. In a pan, yeah. Put a pot, pot up. Just a little baby pot. Dip those little fuckers in there. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Oh yeah, made, yeah. I made our own our own tortilla chips too. Mm. Like effort of the chips probably isn't worth it, but we just had all these tortillas left over anyways. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think we might be having some ta- Christmas tacos here, <laughs> continuing the feast Navidad. <laughs> taco experience well, it was weird because the last time we did a feast it was like turkish food that i made yeah and i was by the end of it i was completely sick of it 
<laughs> and like we haven't made any of that stuff probably since it's yeah. probably been over a year it was only maybe three or four days ago i was digging through your can you smell what the raj has cooking book <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got a new uh we got a new pdf i'll email it to you with all the recipes from the taco feast oh cool it's fucking amazing yeah we had so on uh monday i was sick of all the tacos i'm like uh, i don't think we're gonna have tacos again for a while <laughs> but then like tuesday morning i was like getting ready for work and i saw like some of the shredded meat in there and i'm like mm, that looks good we should have that for supper <laughs> <laughs> so we're already back on the taco train <laughs> so something like that yeah it's funny kelly's been telling her parents for like years that i'm a pretty good cook yeah and then they're just like oh sure whatever and then right before the wedding i made just that ethiopian lentil stew for them yeah and that was the first time i ever cooked for them and they were like oh my god this is fucking amazing <laughs> and then they're like they're talking about oh we gotta have some kind of party you gotta come over and cook for all my friends mm-hmm. and like <laughs> super elaborate plants we get you a fancy chef outfit yeah something like that <laughs> I got a I've got a Master Chef Raj apron that Kelly got me last year. <laughs> nice. Yeah, been rocking out with. I don't know anything you got going on? Um not really. Got to travel down to Illinois, so mm-hmm. well, this is the start of your great time off season. Is it, it is. Not? Is it not? Well, I'm going to try and do some remodeling in the house. We have a room that's gutted and fucked out, so I like to get some progress on that. And then I'd like to play a my actually play my first solo AOS game that's on my list of things to do. And then I also want to make some progress on whatever my next modeling project is. And that's what's great. The days that I have off without fuck all going on, I'll literally sit from the time I get up until about noon just doing modeling. So it's a good three, four hours. That's why I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to retiring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do once you retire? <laughs> otherwise just, just play age of sigmar all day yeah well i'm at, i'm trying my best not to get sucked into any civilization Ooh, usually yeah. when i got a big vacation that's the first thing i do is get locked I've got all the time in the world yeah i just play a little sieve up front here <laughs> and then uh, i got plenty of time on the back end i completed all my goals but i'm up to fucking four to five in the morning one day and then my whole schedule is fucked out for the whole rest of yeah, the so vacation. And then you don't even get up till noon. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no early morning modeling. So the goal is to not play any civilization of any type. Mm-hmm. And even talking about it, I start feeling the itch to play. <laughs> it's like fucking crack cocaine or something, man. So, yeah, not a lot. Traveling to Illinois and back is going to suck. Always does. Yeah. Just fucking seven hours of driving, usually in one yeah. day. But there'll be a bunch of snow by then, finally. Yeah. Yeah, well, we got lucky so far, too. Weather's been pretty solid. It's been dreary as shit for weeks, yeah. but it's been warm, so. It's first time on the horizon, a potentially snow-free Wapaka experience oh. up ahead here. Well, I'm sure we'll get a polar vortex sweeping in before then. Yeah, potentially. I mean, we've had warm Pacas, but usually the snow is already there. Yeah. So, be very interesting. Patio hit me up on, on the dms on twitter he he will not be attending this year so i assume the rest of the english contingent no is out. no no signups there yeah sad days that said he'd probably but, be back next year yeah we gotta figure it out for sure what we want to do yeah but yeah that's uh the point hammered history 
topic of discussion today is Wapaka number one. Mm. Working at this Wapaka number seven, <laughs> where I'm building a bunch of terrain and got to come up with rules for shit. It has me thinking about the nice days of the early Wapakas for... Basically, Bear almost ran everything for yeah. Wapaka number one. You just did scoring? Is that true? I just set up the scenarios for him uh. and then helped him maybe grade the comp or come up with the system. Yeah. But um, the Gaskas did the scoring and stuff for him uh, during sure. the event. So okay. I really didn't do shit that first one. <laughs> and now each, each year, I, my workload has been increasing <laughs> now we're like a full partnership yeah um just with the handling of the funds and everything else yeah but i don't know it's kind of doesn't it's tough tough to see the upside right now mm-hmm. on what pack a weekend it'll all come together but i feel inundated with work uh, as far as the terrain goes I yeah a bit off more than i ch- can chew there well, once my Current round of eBay auctions ends. I should be sending in my cash finally. <laughs> Hopefully, oh, yeah. sold out. I'll play some. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. No real updates on that. That front, as yeah. far as the events and stuff go. Okay. It's pretty much locked into place. Sure. We've got the schedule for the Friday stuff. I do want to put together a big schedule PDF for the site. So, for mm. people that don't have anything planned, you can look at that schedule and see if there's anything you want to do at that time. Yeah. Or just fuck yeah. off. So I should have a seminar and charge motherfuckers like twenty five bucks. Yeah, that's what. It's like twenty five to forty to fifty for those seminars at Acon. I could probably take a projector from work for the weekend too. Um, you maybe if you needed it for what you did, but otherwise, there's um, there's a screen up there you can tap in your laptop. Oh, yeah. and display it, but I would need a camera to project so people yeah, could actually see because it's a real time camera thing. Yeah, that, that might be cool to mess around with. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, pack of number one. What do you remember of pack of number one? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, use like a third of that hall, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Did it? Was the door even open in between the two rooms? No, no. no I don't think so. <laughs> maybe it was two third. Yeah. Seven years ago. It's really mm. tough to remember. I'm sure I was fucking hammered, too. Did Point Hammered exist then? Point Hammered came out after we f- the were, first Wapaka. We started this in 2009, like in May, I think we did our first recording. So, no. Okay. Yeah, so Wapaka started in 2009, but it was January then. Yeah. Mm, interesting. The good old times. This is like seven years of fucking pine hammer too. <laughs> yeah, we are we're coming up. Yeah, I think we would have went somewhere with it, but. <laughs> uh, but I do remember Sean Welty showed up, and he's got that fucking orc helmet. Still he's, has he's it. Never come back since. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he wanted. He's I can only hope that he wears it when he's go karting <laughs> to intimidate his foes. Makes a cool Mad Max looking fucking go kart, so you can wear his orc looking helmet with it. <laughs> Be fucking sweet. I got a Christmas card from the bear in the mail saying thank you for participating in the idiosity mm. that was the pack of video. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be a pack of video presentation this year have you been editing that how's that coming together i haven't worked on it yet 
uh, if you need some help, <laughs> I'll have some time off. Yeah. When you have an extra 15 or 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. That would be fun to do. It's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I can maybe show you what I've been working on. Yeah, yeah some, of, some of it is done. But podcast of the month, dude, you're up. Motherfucking Serial Podcast is back, dude. Serial. Season two of Serial Podcast started last week. Is it the same investigation? Yeah. Uh, it's not a murder investigation, and it's not... I guess it is criminal, because it's about Bo Bergdahl, who's the bro that essentially went AWOL from his army post in Afghanistan, got captured by the Taliban, and then spent five years imprisoned by the Taliban, mm-hmm. and then was later released. And he's Okay, so it's a different topic. Or yeah. a different guy than the first one. Yeah, they didn't want to do a murder thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they came out and said that. But, so, yeah, it's it's completely different. But it's the same people. Um, I'm deeply intrigued. Brett's super stoked on it. She can't wait for it all, for it to come out. She's saving it. <laughs> to get a... To, to, to binge. No, she's yeah. just saving it for the right moment. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Either way, we're both really stoked on that. So the first one I thought was really good. I got pretty engrossed in. Mm-hmm. I think I think we talked about this and you weren't too interested. But nah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll check out this one. The shitty part about the first one was there was no real resolution. Mm-hmm. Here's like twelve episodes of information and no fucking resolution. That chaps my ass just thinking about it. Get it! Goddamn animals! <laughs> oh. What? Okay, the- cereal. Serial, yeah, that's the fuck podcast. You got an army theme replacement segment, buddy? Uh, I do not. We did get some fucking feedback on that. Mm, you, did you now? Yeah, people wanted to see a painting segment, like a detailed painting segment, or modeling, which those things are so hard to do because they're so visual, so mm-hmm. I can't really describe how to do a technique. It'll take you a fucking 15 minutes and everybody will be confused. Whereas if you show them in three minutes, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of a hard one to do. Okay. Well, we'll keep keep mulling that over. Yeah. Any ideas? Continue to send them in. You got a sex toy, dude? So, once again, the season is upon us. So I've <laughs> been doing some digging <laughs> to discover some of the most fucked up holiday-themed Yeah, so you can uh, go back toys. and re-listen to the old... Old sex toy segments give you some uh, <laughs> Christmas present ideas here, but I'm yeah. sure you've got an excellent one lined up. Yeah, right so now. there's some pretty fucked up ideas out there, holiday-themed sex toys. So what we're looking at here, my friend, is the baby Jesus butt plug. <laughs> 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 Which is exactly what it sounds like it would be. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the picture right now. It is a butt plug, and it is also the baby Jesus. <laughs> Some sick son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's basically a baby, baby head like wrapped in the uh, like a blue gray yeah. butt plug. It's a oh, swaddled baby my. face butt plug. There's some fucked up people out there, man. <laughs> I guess the butt plug's a butt plug, and it's going to do its job regardless. That's some weird <laughs> shit, like though. It's available from uh, divine-interventions.com. <laughs> Perhaps we should uh, pick one up. If anybody wants to send one in, I'll Good use baby. it, and I will rate it on the Point Hammered website. <laughs> <laughs> We can do like a really in-depth garage hammer review. <laughs> we'll talk Good about Good Dave it. on here. For three hours. Re- reciprocate, yeah. 
I was listening to the live, on a related note, I was listening to a live Savage Love podcast, and they were off in Boulder, Colorado, or somewhere in Colorado doing it. And they got this new lube with THC in it. So they got a member of the audience to take a big butt plug, lube it up with THC lube, stick it up his ass, and then sit on stage the whole time. And once in a while, they just follow up and see how fucked up he was from it. (laughs) Totally butt chugged to fucking THC and got stoned. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That was pretty entertaining. That's the start of the future, man. That was the podcast where when they started, Dan ate some edibles. And they were just going to podcast until he got too stoned to give good sex advice. <laughs> that was pretty entertaining. Oh, excellent. So, anyways, baby look Jesus up the plug. baby Jesus butt plug. We were theorizing that perhaps you could just buy it for a religious person and they wouldn't know what it was and they'd just put it on the mantle or something. Just give it to like your mother-in-law or <laughs> something like, oh, so cute, the baby Jesus. You could make a manger scene and put the baby Jesus butt plug <laughs> in the cradle. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's mileage here. We can, we can, yeah. I, I'm liking this. We were talking about it. The, the Virgin Mary would be standing there with a strap on it. <laughs> Joseph would be bent over. <laughs> the wise men would have their dicks out waiting for a turn. <laughs> yeah, definitely a local news team would show up for sure. Yeah, get one of those inflatable sh- sheeps or lambs, blow a few of those up and scatter them around. That you could, <laughs> the sex toy ones that you could fuck in the, the sheep ass. <laughs> this would be some disturbing oh. shit, man. <laughs> yeah, certainly anger some people yeah potentially but <laughs> this is a fucked up world i was pretty shocked to see a baby jesus butt plug yeah. i won't lie of all the shit i expected to find when i began that line when you google baby jesus butt plug <laughs> <laughs> no i think i googled Real. like messed up christmas sex toys or just christmas sex toys or something uh-huh. like that and lo and behold oh, okay yeah so link plug huh yeah if you're going to pick up this baby Jesus butt plug, <laughs> buy it on eBay. Amazon. Amazon or, <laughs> or eBay. eBay. <laughs> Click on through the point. If it says never website. been used, avoid it. <laughs> yeah, we got a ting click through coming oh, yeah. through. So big thanks. Yeah, cheers for that. Those pay big that. time. And on a follow-up note, I've been using ting for months now, and I fucking love it. It's way better than fucking Sprint, dude. Same yeah. exact service, one-third the fucking price. It's, it's retarded. You'd be retarded not to. Yeah. And Ting will buy you out of your contract if you're in a contract. So, yeah, they'll contribute, or will they? Up to seventy five bucks. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, they, they'll uh, contribute towards that. I've I've been super happy with it. So it's one of the few companies. Dan Carlin was just going on about this. Yeah, but, that's all. <laughs> common sense. Yeah, yeah, it's one Good. of the few companies though that gets always gets positive reviews from the customers. Really weird, and actually seems to give a shit. Yeah, it's kind of weird because there's like an avid like Ting community. There's yeah. like Ting forums and stuff where people <laughs> just post about how much they like Ting. And it's not just Sprint Network anymore either. There's other yeah, networks Yeah, there's now. a second one. So if you're tech savvy, you might be able to like switch between them at will. Yeah, all you got to do is like Woot once, Woot.com once in a while sell phones that are open to any service. You just get SIM cards that are compatible, mm-hmm. I believe. That's, that's how it works. That's maybe a Grant Fetter question. I think he's in that field. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Good deal. Cool. Well. So once upon a... Are you got a new question of the month? Are we going to carry mm-hmm. it on? Let's carry it. So we were going to give away a prize for whichever... Oh, that's right. 
whichever response we took and used as a new segment to replace the army theme segment. Yeah. Us so pondering potential prizes mm-hmm. and was thinking maybe Baby Jesus butt plug would be a good idea. <laughs> Except once it arrived here, I'd probably have to <laughs> have a quick fucking <laughs> test test run. But I do have <laughs> just that little bulbous baby head. <laughs> I do have my 2014 American Masters shirt for my trip to the Masters. I was thinking that might make a cool prize. It's a size medium, though. Okay. This little old school Masters T-shirt. Yeah, I think I have one too. Or maybe you didn't go that year. I was yeah, I was but they solo. sent me one. Oh, because you helped out with the mm-hmm. discussions and shit. Yeah. What else do I have? I don't know. We need some ideas also um, on what kind of prizes would be good. Warhammer junk that we have lying around. We will bequeath that. I could probably sculpt a Galmaraz butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> a little this baby, this, baby, this, baby Sigmar butt plug. This might have legs, dude. <laughs> Because I, you could sculpt it. I'd want a Stormcast butt plug. <laughs> that spiky halo. <laughs> I could sculpt a, this a motherfucker. spiky halo attachment. I could cast it because I have all the casting shit. Yeah, you do. And then I could just get some kind of thick silicone and actually make one. So you'd have a one-of-a-kind Galmaraz butt plug. <laughs> I think you got to do like a... I don't know. I'm thinking Stormcast, man. It's the new face of GW. Yeah. First, you would take your cock, you would make the mold, mm-hmm. make a copy of it, and then you would sculpt like the armor plates onto it. Get like a clone of Willy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clone of Willy. Then you sculpt little shoulder pads and a little mask and stuff for it. You know, <laughs> so you're basing it off reality. What if you cloned your cock and then stuck it up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> People have definitely done that. I'm sure they have. Yeah. I'd be tempted. <laughs> just, just, just to see if you could handle yourself. <laughs> it's like a weird parallel universe, man. Like Here you are fucking yourself in the ass. <laughs> That's weird, man. That's uh, fucking weird. Yeah, mildly intriguing. <laughs> it is kind of intriguing. Hmm. Anyways. So, well, anyways, we'll, we'll, we're also taking suggestions on what would be a good prize. Suggestions on a prize. Suggestions Maybe the Galmaraz book that I have that um, GW gave to yeah. me. I will pass along now that I've read it like six times and took notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, suggestions on a prize and then suggestions on a, a segment that can be redone over and over. So not like one painting question, but maybe yeah, something that can be split off into little nuggets. If we could get wisdom. some... Uh, listener feedbacks going as well you know peruse the blog something we've done that you'd like to know how we did it because i get that a lot at tournaments where people just aren't looking at your shit and they're like oh man how how did you pull that off you know what's Mm -hmm. that what's your technique for that so if there's something like that you want to see like you see something on the blog uh, go ahead and give us a shout out that could be some filler till we get a permanent segment as well Mm mm-hmm Okay. All right, man. I think we're fucking done, dude. Fucking cash. We're going to go out. Yeah, let's rock Some more fucking... Did I play this fucking song, I think, every holiday season on here? This is fucking (laughs) one of my all-time favorite (laughs) Christmas songs. This is Sloppy Seconds with Lonely Christmas. Okay. That's my business.
I can't